Hey, this is Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and tonight I'm joined by... Stefan Zvor from Fear the Leader. Your album has been out a short while. How pleased are you with the response from both media and fans so far? Well, great, but it's hard to know, you know? It's like you put out something, you don't have... You know, the expectation was, for me, was like more to do it than to expect something out of it. I know it sounds strange, but it's like the way it was built was really bizarre, too. It wasn't like the usual project, because kind of it was like I just met somebody that sounded so good that I had like kind of songs in my head the way I wanted to sound, you know? And this guy fits like when you're a guitar player, you play with, you know, the sounds, tones, you know? And that guy, when I heard him sing, was like, oh, my God, unbelievable. And that, that was the start. Can you give us a little bit of background in Sophia the Leader? And you would have been asked this question loads, but why the name Fear the Leader? Yeah, well, the, the name came last because, like, um, like, basically, the guy I did the album with, I met for, like, five minutes. It's just somebody that I heard sing, and I thought that, he would do well, but I never knew, like, if he was able to write, if he was able to, you know, when you hear somebody sing, you don't know if they can write songs. It's different, you know. The name was like, after we finished the album, we needed a name, you know. It's like, and I'm the worst. For names, it's like, the worst you can find. So I said to uh, my manager and Sebastian, which the singer, said, you have to come up with something because me, I'm not good at this. Music is good, but names. So for a month, like they were throwing names, but it was like getting ridiculous. It was, and I, I, I put my foot down and I said, well, the way it sounds and the way like the lyrics goes, it, it takes somebody, like something like uh, Rage Against a Machine, System of a Down kind of a name, you know? So I kind of directed them, and all of a sudden, Sebastian came up with Fear the Leader. And I said, stop the press, that sounds good. So did you guys have a release party? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. But we, we were like, to do this, it's invest money that we don't have, you know? The only good thing about nowadays, with internet, it's that, that part. You know, you can have like, me and you talking right now. Yeah. It's beautiful, you know? Like 20 years ago, we couldn't have done that. Basically, doing a launch or doing something like that was like kind of bizarre for us. You have to remember, when we did the album, we're only two guys. You know, there's no band, there's no members, there's nothing. It's only me and him doing songs. What would you say is your favorite song on the album today? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> a hard question you know because i don't know it's like i kind of like them all you know of course that's the easy answer but it's like i don't know for me like the song that represents the most the album for me is psycho brain you know when we started working the first song we did was uh, the one you ate and after that the second song was psycho brain you know, you can write one song and it's working, and, I, and after, after that you try writing new songs and it doesn't work. When, when I received his vocals for um, Psycho Brain, like, it, 
it was just confirming that it was working. So for me, that song was really important, the second one. So after that, it, it just went like easy because I don't know, that, that guy is really, <laughs> it's really good.
I really like Gone. That's like the third track, I think. That's really different and quite addictive and industrial. Did you intend to go down a bit of a different route with that one? You're right on. Yeah, yeah, exactly it, what you mentioned, like industrial. Because to explain how I came to that, um, I'm working with a, a guy named uh, Eric Lapointe over here in Quebec, okay, for the last 25 years. You, you would say that it, was, it would be like uh, a mix between like Van Halen, Bon Jovi, you know, that type of music, you know, pop rock, you, you, you would say. So not that I was fed up of that, but it's like I wanted something different because that's what I do, music. It's like why, why just doing one thing and then you got on the back of your head something else, you know? So you're right. Uh, when I started this, I said, okay, I did record like two instrumental albums, shitload of album with Eric Lapointe. And then I had that project that I say, okay, no, no ballads on this. No, it's like no breaks on this. No, nothing on this. It's just pedal to the metal. And, you know, that kind of music, because I love that kind of music. As it's a sort of a project, would you consider like forming a band and actually going out on the road then? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, the, the band is done. It, there, it's going to be like uh, a few videos coming out that we did because, like, like I said, we're building it as we go along, you know? So um, if we would have come out with the album and had no response whatsoever, it's like, what's the point? And I had no clue that it would be doing, like, you know, I, I heard good things not doing anything. And I heard a lot of bad things doing good. So it's like, to put it out, after that, when we saw that it was like we had a response, we started doing audition and trying few people there and there. And uh, I think we got the band, like, the band is chosen, we did videos, all we need to do is practice the bit and we would be ready to play, you know? That's awesome. And of course, Canada's a massive country. I hopeful to get around the all all of Canada or even head over to the US. Anywhere. <laughs> it's like basically for for the last twenty years, it's like I love where I come from, you know, I'm from Quebec, Canada, which we're French speaking. And it's like I love my, my part of uh, where I live, where I come from, but it's like it's fun also to see that you see Dan uh, Denmark listening to your stuff, uh Great Britain, uh, Germany, and it's like it's—I'm freaking out. You know, I'm overwhelmed. It's like it's unbelievable, you know, to do that like that. And well, today with the music business, the way it's going with Spotify and all of this, you know, it's kind of nice that that people like you, you know, want to know more about the band and. It's unbelievable for me. It's like I can't believe because I had no expectation, you know. Uh, yeah, I can understand what you're saying because it's like with my SoundCloud. Sometimes I'm getting listened to in Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan. You're like, really? It's something that would have been impossible, like say, 20 years ago. <laughs> The album cover is really interesting. I'm guessing that's not Donald Trump sat in the chair because he's not orange, is he? 
<laughs> That's a good one. Uh, well, basically what it means, fear the leader, for me, okay, when it, it's the image of, it's like, if you want to see Donald Trump there, it's up to you. If you want to see the chief of police there, it's up to you. If you want to see the deputy there, you know what I mean? It's like people that's got like f fear the leader, meaning if somebody says something to you, like voting or vote for something, we're passing a law, just question everything, you know? So, Don't be sitting there and say like, uh, oh, I never know that it was good. No, no. Just question. That's what I say to my son. When somebody tells you, question everything. Don't don't lay there and not doing anything and just say like, oh, I'm unhappy because this is happening, you know? That's what it means for me. Fear the leader is like, not fear the leader in a way, you know what I mean. It's like, it's not like, oh, he's coming, we're running. That's not, that's not it at all. And it could be, it's the large sense that it could be anybody that's got control over you or tried to get control over you by any way or means or form or, you know what I mean? It's not one guy. In the background, is that Toronto then or is that just any, any cityscape? Well, that's my brother who did the cover and he did all my covers for my instrumental album and for this band. And when I saw the, Im the image, and it's like you have to you have to do something sometimes that you know shock people or and they watch the, and they watch and they go what do they mean by that? And it's like all I meant by that is like you see a city without lights. Yeah. So if it's somebody that's corrupted or who's got control over a town, it wouldn't look like a really nice town to go to. You know what I mean? So it's in that sense that the the cover was was meant to be. You know. That somebody's got control over a city and it's dark and it's, it's and you, when you see inside the cover, you can see that everything is crumbled. There, everything is ugly and and all its devastation all around. You know, it's, if people are not careful, it, it 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 meant something. It's like if you leave things go and you don't never ask question and never get involved. Well, other people take the decision in your place. You know. Can you tell us a bit about your other projects? Well, right now, it's my, it's my only project because I had to work a lot to do the album, uh, write the songs, find the members, and it's an ongoing working thing, you know? And it's pretty cool because now we're at the point of talking about playing, which is like a year ago, we weren't even mentioning it. Once you do get out on tour, who would be your three ultimate bands to go on tour with you, dead or alive? Oh, man. Of course, I'm a little bit older, but me, it's like I would open up for Van Halen and uh, it would be, uh, I don't know if it would fit, but I mean, like, any band that want us in, to opening for them, it's an honor, basically. Uh, Metallica, uh, Pantera when they were there, uh, or Slipknot, man, name it. Like, I love so many bands like uh, Rheimstein. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like uh, you were mentioning indus industrial rock. I think for me, rock, rock music or whatever you call it, heavy metal, or I think that's where it's going. I know a lot of people don't like that, but it's like, hey, man, it's like there's good in everything, you know? If it's well done. 
the internet has changed the world of music. Do you think it's a good or bad medium? And what would you change? Well, the free downloading or file sharing, it's kind of bizarre for me because, I don't know, like Paul Stanley would say, it's like file sharing is just a polite way to say ceiling in a way. So it's like, it's not I'm a, a money maniac or it's not the point, but I mean, like, if people have to understand that if there's no money coming in out of the work you do, not one person would do that work, right? Uh, you know, it's like, it's just, it's just to, to keep us alive so we can do more music. Totally. Basically, that's the way I see it. Totally. I, I don't even use Spotify. I just won't use it. I'm just like, I'm so old-fashioned, like, you know, I just will not use Good. it. And, uh, Good. It is killing the industry, it's totally, really is. Yes, and I think, you know what's the worst about that? It's like Spotify and all those things. I'm a musician, okay? I play with music, and I, when I work music, I want it to sound the best that I can, right? And th then those people listen to MP3s. It's like that doesn't even, it's not even close to the, the stuff we're putting out. It's like when you got like uh, a CD, a song on a CD, and you put a CD compared to MP3, it's it's laughable because it's that's not what I meant by sound, good sounding quality. It's certainly not MP3s, you know. But, and people are, I think they think it's pretty cool, you know. It's like to me, to my ears, it doesn't sound as good as a CD, and. It, like I heard that a good thing would be happening with like the, the Japanese people would come out with a 24-bit CD, mini CD. Yeah. That I heard there was a plan of them. But it's like, is it going to come out? And like nowadays, I don't know uh, in your part of uh, the world you're living in, but in my part of the world, they don't put CD players in cars anymore. That I don't hear. It's the same. It's absolutely crazy. It's crazy because it's like, come on, guys, try to help us a bit, you know, because it's not only it's not if if I wanted to be a millionaire, I certainly wouldn't be playing music. It's not the point. It's not about the money. It's just about quality. What would you say has been the biggest accomplishment so far for Fear the Leader? Just to record the whole album, you know, just the way we did it, because I would record everything, drums, bass. Everything you hear on that record, I played. Yeah, and I would send a track to Sebastian who lives 10 hours from me. And him, the way we'd record is he would borrow a, a laptop, a sound card, and he would get in his car at minus 30 and record vocals there. Wow. Because he didn't, he didn't have a studio. And you can tell by the way the vocals are, can you imagine like starting screaming like this in the one thirty in the morning with like your, your mother-in-law sleeping upstairs? It's like, so he had to go in his car, almost freeze to death while he was recording the album. So if you ask me the greatest achievement, it's just to do the record was like, you, you, do a, you do a record with a perfect stranger you met like and spoke like five minutes. He recorded in his cars, and like we called the car the studio, you know, because if he had to go to the garage changing a part on his car, he would say, I'm taking my studio to the garage. <laughs> it was funny like that, but it worked.
That's and that's the biggest achievement is like we managed to pull through and do a great record for me. Four words to describe Fear the Leader. In your face, rock and roll. It's like in your face metal, in your face, I don't know. It's like, it's no compromising music in my, my view, you know. It's like nothing that's on there. It's been done to be like, oh, we're going to get a single playing something. It wasn't like that. Let's put the metal to, pedal to the metal would be a great expression. Pedal to the metal and go for it. I've just got a quick fire round now. So it's just five questions just for fun, yeah? Okay, go. Right, so beer or maple syrup? Oh, my God. I am not a drinker so much. and I, I, I'm going to say maple syrup. Digital <laughs> or vinyl? And depending on, I think like um, that all depends on the the, uh, the response of people. If they buy a lot of CD, I guess we will do it. You know, moose or bear? Two very dangerous creature, and it's like when a moose get in in front of your car in the winter here, man, that's total nightmare. Uh, so I'm gonna say bear. Denim or leather? Oh, leather. Final one. You might not want to answer this one. Trump or Trudeau? Oh, I can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, I think Trump is entertaining at some. I don't know what to say about that. You know, it's like none of them. <laughs> none of the above. Awesome. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Well, it's like thank you very much to for your your listening time, and it's like as soon as we can, we're gonna start playing and visit people and meet people and greet people. It's gonna be great. Hi, I'm Stefan Spur from Fear the Leader, and you're listening to the Mental Gods Meltdown. Deception is up.